Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Sunday, February the 14th, a lovely Valentine's Day bonus episode, not bonus episode, mm-hmm. of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. I am Jeremy Holmes, and speaking of Valentine's Day. I am joined here by my betrothed, my beloved, my one and only, the pod dog Brody. Riddled with cancer, but still sleep, sleeping faithfully <laughs> right next to us. And also my partner in life and in love and in crime. Hello. And fiance, Christina Wise. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, Christy? I'm okay. How are you? Are you having a, a splendiferous Valentine's Day? Well, you know I don't love it. Yeah. So was my Sunday good? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes nobody believes me when uh, I tell them that Christina does not enjoy Valentine's Day. She, um, this is a thing that has happened every year that we have <laughs> been together, where. Uh, People in my life ask, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I say, nothing. Christy hates Valentine's Day. And they say, she says that, but she doesn't mean it. It's so weird. I mean, because do these people actually just think I'm being weird and passive aggressive? Yeah, I guess. They must just think you're a liar. But that's one of the reasons why I hate it is because everyone's told they're supposed to buy these certain things. I mean, even if you go out to restaurants they have special valentine's meals which are usually lobster and steak which Mm -hmm. has been determined i guess by someone that's the most sexy time fancy sexy time Mm. meal that you can eat for valentine's day that and raw oysters well none of those things sound good to me (laughs) i hate like i it's also a weird thing because one of the have to buy presents or stuffed animals for adults okay that just is really weird I like a good stuffed animal. Really? I like a a good stuffy. Yeah. No, you don't. Well, that would explain why I don't have any. (laughs) Because, you know, the supposed uh, person in my life that would be buying me said stuffed animals. You hate stuff. Apparently doesn't think I like them. Um, Anyway, well, happy Valentine's Day nonetheless, Christina. Do you... Uh, does it bother you, you when people Valentine's? say Valentine's? Yeah, that yeah. was that was my next question. <laughs> kind of like how you say milk. You I do? say milk, and I say Valentine's. Okay. <laughs> it's a. Um, I'm not sure why I do, but yeah, I oftentimes call it Valentine's Day. Hmm. I don't know. So when you were homeschooled, did you and your sister make Valentines for each other? And no. Put them in little boxes. No, you know what I have done for the last few years that I did not do this year. Um, I usually do like a Twitter search for people oh, yeah. that are saying uh, Jesus is my Valentine mm-hmm. and retweet them. Well, and also you became Twitter famous last year. No, I did not become Twitter famous, but uh, you got a blurp. I got a blurp. I got a blip in the radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had a couple tweets end up in like BuzzFeed articles. I think, well, two <laughs> to yeah. be exact by a couple. And one of them was uh, one of them was in response to a Valentine's Day tweet, a fun thing that happens every Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, 
um, any day when you might traditionally give flowers mm -hmm. is uh, all of these services such as 1-800-Flowers and I don't know, Pro Flowers maybe, mm -hmm. all these places where you can order flower flowers online. If you just go look at their mentions on Twitter, it's 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 very exciting because it's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people um, oftentimes posting pictures of what they received in the mail mm -hmm. versus what the ad what was advertised and it is um well it's delightful well, it's delightful to say the least i mean well i shouldn't say that it's not delightful i guess no i'm i'm a jerk oh am what? i a jerk yes yes i am a jerk <laughs> here's what my favorite part of that whole thing was is that we got chicken in a jumper right so what happened <laughs> is last year i tweeted at pro flowers or 1-800 flowers or something and i was like what the hell this is what i ordered and this is what i got and i posted a picture of like a beautiful bouquet of flowers and then versus what i got it was like a picture of a chicken wearing a knitted sweater. jumpsuit of no, some a sweater. Kind or sweater yeah and um and the tweet got picked up by a buzz by BuzzFeed and got retweeted like a million times and but it was delightful. The the article that you were in was a British yes thing and they call yes. sweaters jumpers. Yes. And so <laughs> the photo <laughs> caption underneath my the <laughs> screenshot of my tweet said this picture of a chicken in a jumper. <laughs> so that's funny to only us. That I think. happened. Um what did uh let's see did we have any exciting Valentine's Day traditions that we did? I ruined uh fifty dollars worth of face lotion apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I took my daughter swimming today, and um, w when we came back, you know it's winter time here in the Pacific Northwest and it's a little cold outside and maybe my skin's a little dry, so I um uh. You know, I it was my skin was feeling very sensitive, mm -hmm. kind of itchy and and uh, sensitive. I guess <laughs> I don't know the right way. <laughs> well, it's chlorine too. Yeah, yeah, and the chlorine and everything. So, um, you know, we spent some time in a pool, and so I came back, and you told me a very specific lotion to get out of the the um, medicine cabinet, mm -hmm. and I went up there and I pulled it down, and I went to go take the lid off, and something popped open, <laughs> and it went flying, and it hit the thing, and like just exploded lotion everywhere, mm -hmm. <laughs> all over the counter, and uh, apparently it's like fifty dollar lotion, yeah, for like a tiny little tin. Mm -hmm. What is it made out of that it costs fifty dollars? <laughs> Don't know. Is it made out of like? Does it have like gold dust in it? <laughs> is no. it? It's a jar full of hope. That's oh. what it says. Oh. I had no idea that just, hope was so expensive. You just spewed my hope all over the counter. Yeah. Well, it's not the first time. No, that's true. <laughs> Certainly won't be the last. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of horrible incidents that have to do with things that come out of the medicine cabinet, you had kind of a funny <laughs> thing happen to you last week that I think is worth sharing. It's like... When you told me, explain to me what happened, it reminded me of something that would happen in like, um, what was those, mo what was the movies with, do you want to play a game? Like the serial killer, like the crazy murderer guy that made you go through, Saw, Saw. Okay. There, where there was like riddles and you had to like, uh, you're in a room with somebody and you have to like kill the other person because they have the key in their stomach or mm -hmm. you both die. 
You know, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like just horrible situations. Like uh-huh. this ma- evil mastermind would rig up these horrible traps that would make really bad things happen to you. Anyway, it okay. reminded me of, let's say like a PG-13 version of, of the movie really? Saw. Really? Because I think it sounded like something more that would happen on Modern Family. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that too, I guess. Depends on... um. Maybe like Big Bang. It's day. in the eye of the beholder. The, the story is in the eye of the beholder. So Christina has been having a hard time sleeping yes. lately. And so she has turned. Should I tell, my, should I tell it myself? Oh, yeah. You if to? you want to. Okay. I didn't think you'd want to. I'm sorry. Oh. I apologize. <laughs> so I'm steamrolling over you. <laughs> I take uh, melatonin. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, It's a dissolving. So you put it <laughs> under your tongue and it's supposed to go faster. Um, but also another sexy fact about me is I wear a mouth guard <laughs> yeah. for grinding my teeth. Hey, um, you know what is? Uh, it is sexy because you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> well, that's important. Okay. Also, you're f- sleeping. Who cares? You're not. This, your goal isn't to be sexy. Your goal is to sleep. If if I get murdered in my sleep, though, mm-hmm. take that out because then you'll get blamed. Oh, you know, like my friend that was murdered. Oh yeah. <laughs> The husband didn't take out her mouth guard before murdering her. That, uh, by so the way, Nerd Out knew. Loud 13, I believe. 13. That's how they knew that he was the one that did it. Christy talks in depth about her friend that was murdered by her husband. And part of the way that they found him was through a night guard situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Nerd right. Out Loud 13, guys. Go back and check so it out. So I have one of those, um, partly so that I don't get murdered. Um, so I put that in and I took the melatonin and then I fell asleep well the next morning I woke up and I took my mouth guard out and the melatonin popped out so it got stuck between my teeth my teeth and the guard and so there was this pill and I didn't the first like I didn't even think about what that was and I swallowed it so, I have a slow release <laughs> um, sleeping pill yeah. that I swallowed yeah. at six o'clock in the morning on a work day. Yeah, yeah. You woke up, and when most people would be uh, pouring a fresh cup of Folgers to wake <laughs> up and get the day pill. started, you took a sleeping pill. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it was terrible. That day <laughs> was awful. I mean, I still got my hour nap mm. on the bus in the morning, but it was so bad and i didn't even put it together i think until that night yeah when i was telling you i'm sorry so i don't see how that's more of that's a saw movie yeah okay okay (laughs) well well, i guess i see it like um you know it's like it's like a that's like a worst case scenario i mean Mm -hmm. that's honestly like a nightmare situation (laughs) where you get up and you're like already grumpy and tired and cranky because it's morning time and you're like trying to shake the cobwebs off and then somebody shoves a sleeping pill down your throat (laughs) but you still have to do everything that you had to do like you still have to go get in the car or get on the bus or whatever and go i think that's why i didn't like (laughs) connect what it was it just like popped out at six o'clock in the morning swallow it and (laughs) go in the shower sure and there's no nothing you can do (sighs) after that man well, you made it through. You made it through. Barely. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't fall asleep on the bus and wake up in like 
Olympia or something. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it, it stops after mine, and then mm-hmm. I think it just sits in the bus barn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there was that guy that fell asleep on the bus recently. I don't remember if we talked about it. He fell asleep on the bus and was laying down on the seat so the driver couldn't see him. And he ended up at the bus barn and he didn't know what to do because he woke up probably an hour later and it was cold because this was a month, a couple Mm -hmm. months ago. And he freaked out. Mm -hmm. And so he called Mm 911. He called 911 and was like, I'm I'm locked in the bus and I don't know what to do. And it's um, cold. And so they... They said, um, so they called the dispatcher and they said, tell him to just push on the door. <laughs> and mm. it opened. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Why would you try they that first? Out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. And then he came on the if, news to tell the story. If he was sleeping hard enough that he somehow just woke up and was in a bus deep, like a bus mm-hmm. tr- depot and somehow missed all of that other stuff. I'm, I'm guessing that there might have been some other stuff. Going on besides on his way just to work. really, yeah. Oh. Well, he was like a commuter bus. Hey, people crack beers on the way to work all the time. That's true. <laughs> Come on now. All right. Well, <laughs> there's uh, there's 15 minutes of. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I... We do actually have some stuff planned to talk about. Oh, we do on this wonderful episode. Yeah, we have. Mm. Um, I I have some stuff that I guess you could say I have been nerding out about. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and you know we got some uh, some wedding talk. I have a uh, a business idea that I want to pitch. Oh no. Um, you've got some drone strikes. We've got some streaming pick of the week. Some rad space news. So let's uh. Let's uh, shove off and shove let's off. make like a, you know, okay. like a, I think, isn't that like a nautical term? Shove off, like when you're in like a boat and you push off out <laughs> into the water. Like, let's let's get underway. Let's set, set sail. <laughs> I don't think sh- shove off. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's shove shimmy. Off. You shimmy away shove from off. the dock. Let's look it up real quick. Shove off. Okay. Shove off. Uh, go away. Push away from the shore okay. or another vessel in a boat. There we go. Okay. There we go. Done and done. So uh, so I am right. Oh, apparently, um, according to Urban Dictionary, it's the Canadian equivalent of get lost. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Used in a sentence. Shove off, you hoser. So it could be an insult, but it also could be okay. to get underway. So I was correct. There we go. Living my dream of being a sea captain someday. <laughs> um, okay, so Christy, this is something that I, I'm honestly hesitant to bring up because, um, well, I tweeted about it a few, like maybe a week or so ago, and I said on Twitter, like, I'm scared to bring this up because people will make fun of me. Uh, and I had multiple people respond and say, uh, yes, I will make fun of you if you uh, if you do this. And uh, because of my, like, constant need to, like, be liked, uh, I I find myself hesitant to bring it up. But I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So I have long said, I have long said that um, I really, when it comes to food with me, like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of lazy. Like, I, I don't always eat the best food. 
Um, oftentimes that is a decision born out of necessity. I can, necessity isn't the right word because obviously I could take some time and probably make myself some better real food or whatever. Um, it's convenience. Convenience is a better. Mm-hmm. So there's, I just eat what's around and I, I don't really like, I could give or take food. Like I don't really, I don't need it, Oftentimes it feels like just a hassle, something that I have mm-hmm. to do an obligation. Otherwise I start feeling sick and shaky or whatever. So, uh, I've often said if there's a pill, if there was just a pill that I could take that would give me all of the nutrition that I needed, I would do it in a heartbeat. Well, there is, <laughs> there is base, there is the equivalent of that now. And it's this, it, it, it's a substance called Soylent, which I don't know. I kind of take, um, umbrance. Is that a thing? I, t- I take umbrance with the name Soylent because it's, it's from like a movie or something, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was before my time. Maybe you, no, you I think it's before it? my before time. Before your too. time. Wow. <laughs> Jeremy Holmes, <laughs> I hate you so much. But it's, much. it's, I mean, it's like a science fiction movie where it's in the future and everybody eats this stuff called Soylent and then they find out at the end of the movie that it's made out of people. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, guys. So I don't know why they would call it Soylent because it feels very gimmicky. And I feel like if they, like, as a product want to be taken seriously, maybe they should have gone with a different name. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're trying to be tongue-in-cheek. I don't really know. Anyway, so... It's not a pill, but it is like, it's just a liquid. So this is um, from their, well, from Wikipedia. Soylent is a meal replacement beverage advertised as a staple meal available in both liquid and powdered forms. Its creators state that Soylent meets all nutritional requirements for an average adult. So it is, um, it's a powder. They sell it in liquid and a powder. The powder you just mix with water and, and, and make it a liquid. It ends up being about like $2 a meal, the equivalent of $2 a meal, depending on um, what you want your like caloric intake to be. Mm-hmm. So how much, I mean, you got the powder. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I bought like, I got a case of this stuff and it, it breaks down to, like I said, it breaks down to about two, $2, $2 a meal. Uh, it is vegan. <laughs> And animal free, lactose free, nut free, and uh, made in the USA, which is, you know, interesting. It's got, uh, it's almost allergen free. It's got a little bit of soy in it. It is not certified kosher and it is not organic, but it is all those other things. So it's like a. uh, They have a food truck. That would be the most boring food truck in the world. I, I feel like. I think they're they. So what they're doing is they have a someone dressed like an astronaut <laughs> passing out cold jars of it. It looks like yeah. to get people excited about it. Yeah. I don't think that they're. It has to be cold. Uh, it supposedly tastes better when it's cold or something. I don't know. So I I got like it enough, needs a lot of work. I got enough for like a a month, maybe a half a month. I think I can't remember how much I got, but I have a bunch of boxes of this of this stuff. So it's a powder, and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it for a while and just kind of see how it goes. I cracked open one pouch and made one pouch worth, which is like four meals basically. And uh, you tried some, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, um, it's uh, it reminds me of like a protein powder almost like yeah. it's really chalky. It's kind of difficult to dissolve in the water. So, 
you have to like mix it up really well. Um, the consistency, if you have a hard time with consist, like I feel like people that are sensitive to consistency might have a hard time with it because it's a little kind of slimy almost. But um, but it's it has the same texture as like Pepto Bismol. Yeah, yeah, it's a little chalky, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. The it is a uh, it is neutral in taste wise. Basically, they engineered it to have no taste, mm-hmm. with the idea that then you could like add, you could add stuff to it. So, I don't know. I was like browsing through, looking at other, some of these other recipes. Lots of people put like peanut butter in it or um, fruit or some kind of flavoring. Yeah, and I told you that it would be really good with like f- frozen strawberries yeah. or peanut butter and what did you say to that i said that it would be too much work i said that it would just be a pain in the butt because then if i was getting it out i'd have to like i'd have to make a big batch of it and i'd have to mix it in a blender and have this big thing whereas like i mean kind of the whole point of it is that you just mix up this stuff drink it and you're you're good to go yeah so it's um it's surprisingly like i thought that i would feel hungry Mm-hmm. A lot, which I actually kind of like feeling hungry a little bit. I don't okay. know if you, I mean, I feel like sometimes I, the, you can cross a line where you get kind of like shaky and weak when mm-hmm. you don't eat. But I feel like ha- being a little hungry, like being a little, I mean, it's kind of a, it's a metaphor for how I want to live life, how we should all live life. Like oh. stay a little, you know, be, be hungry, Okay. you know? So anyway, I think I kind of like feeling a little edge. So anyway, uh, I digress. Um, I was surprised. I so I like I said I made up this one batch of it, which is the you know the equivalent of four meals, and I uh, I drank it, and um, I it filled it was pretty filling. Like I didn't find myself. I did it for like a day and a half. I didn't have anything else other than the soylent. Really, I think I had a few snacks here and there, but nothing crazy. And um, they seemed well for like the day that I did it. So I think I'm gonna try a little prolonged run here and uh, see how it goes. Um, okay. I mean, basically, my daughter, like, just only ever eats beans and, like, <laughs> bananas. <laughs> so it's probably basically the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, so the, I don't think that that's really going to be a challenge. And, um, I mean, we'll see how it goes. It did make me, it made me a little gassy. Mm. It made me a little gassy. Which you already are a pretty gassy so person. So. We'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about it. So, you know, okay. we'll, uh. We'll be back to uh, share with you the updates. Maybe this time next week when we record again, I'll be like a week or so, you know, maybe four or five days into this kind of experiment yeah. to see what's happening and uh, how it goes. But I'm I'm kind of interested about it. So I've said, I mean, at the very least, I had to at least try it once because I have said, I mean, I have said as long as I can remember, I have said if they just made a pill that had everything I need, I would take it. And uh, they basically do now. If I'm to trust this random company. I mean, who really knows? You know. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows if it actually is everything I need. The texture is just not... It's too much for me. The texture is a problem for you? Yeah, and and the flavor. Hmm. But textures are really weird. I mean, that's why I stopped eating meat. Yeah. When I was little, the texture just too much. (laughs) <laughs> uh all right Christina. Let's uh 
let's talk about some hashtag wedding some wedding wedding is it wedding talk or wedding chat i can't remember wedding chat wedding chat yeah hashtag wedding chat uh we you have something that you have been keeping a secret from me <laughs> this is my idea. <laughs> you have something that oh, you've been totally keeping a secret from me for the purpose of discussing it on the podcast yes. which i don't i mean i am i'm a fan of this type of like hey if gotcha. we're gonna plan our wedding let's do it like um on a podcast like on mm -hmm. the public internet for anybody to hear literally anybody like i'm totally down with that i'm very surprised that you are but uh but i'm game okay i'm down to clown so okay let's, uh let's let's so do this it is my idea um our plan is to register for a honeymoon Mm -hmm. I think they call it like Honey Fund, which I hate that name. But anyways. Well, that's not what we're calling it. <laughs> so we kind of haven't even figured out where we want to go. We know that it will probably be after the wedding stuff because we have a lot of people coming into town. and Yeah. So we might wait um, maybe even after into after school because mm -hmm. we'll be at least first year at school. Mm -hmm. So um, I have three plans of different kinds of vacations. Oh, okay. And those plans are like something in Europe, probably Italy, mm -hmm. or something tropical, like okay. Costa Rica or something, or Belize or something like that, mm -hmm. or some kind of U.S.-based mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. where you'll probably get to see some science center or something. <laughs> some museums. Yeah, you'll see some, some museums. Sure. I'll meet some podcast people, <laughs> all of our favorite things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe go see Harry Potter World. Mm -hmm. So what I've decided is that because we're asking people to pay for it yeah. through a registry, I want them to be able to vote. Oh. <laughs> what do you oh. think? Okay. Yeah, I mean... Yes, I'm all for it. Uh, we, I mean, but we're picking like the pool of places, yeah. right? Like yeah. we're picking the list and then they mm -hmm. pick from that list. Yes. I'm all in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I, I mean, I feel like it would be fun to just let them pick all together. No, it'll be between those three things. Okay. We'll set it up like oh. this, this, or this. I see. Okay. And people vote. Yeah. Okay. So do you think we should put it out to... The whole internet or just to people that are invited? No, everybody. Everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I've, as we've discussed many times, I've invited the whole internet. <laughs> well, after we met with them and we found out how much it's going to cost yeah, per well, head. And also, I thought that the capacity of the room that we were in was like twice as much as what it is. <laughs> so now I'm like, I might have to back off yeah. a little bit off the inviting everybody, but offer stands. Send me one hundred dollars. We just learned that it's going to cost minimum fifty dollars per send, person. Send me fifty bucks. No, and you're in. No, you're in. Okay. No, that is not true. I had and one. I had one person actually send us a text message over the or a, a, a tweet or whatever over the over the week that they want that they want to come. Who? Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to embarrass, okay. you know, because I don't want you to be like, that person's not coming. Hurt their feelings. <laughs> alienate a listener. Okay. I we also, that. I also want to tell the story. You're invited. About, um, do we want to get into our contest that we're running right now? Our contest. You know. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, it goes with hashtag wedding chat. Okay. Do you know? No, I don't, but go for it. So Jeremy and I have have this theory that our moms got together. Oh, and... oh, oh, wait. No, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're talking about this. But first, should I pitch my business idea before or after? Because it's related. After. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, it'll be a good segue. Do we, the shark tank. We have been... <laughs> Jeremy's getting into the tank. ...have decided that... <laughs> that was really dumb. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I regretted it. Like, I was halfway through saying it, and I was like... No, no why is this happening? And no, we've talked stop. about it, so you can't edit it out. Like so, yeah. Oh man. Okay, so our both of our moms have been doing like really <laughs> heinous things or um, saying weird things, and some of it's pretty lined up with their character, and then some of it's outside of that. I would say I'm not too surprised at anything that's happened. <laughs> so. We have, we and, came up with a theory that... And I would say this, too. I would say best of intentions all around. Oh, yeah. It's not rude. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So, <laughs> so we have kind of been... we. So, uh, I think it was after Christmas. There was a lot of that because there's a lot of family time that I said, I think that our parents got together. <laughs> yeah. Well, our mom specifically got together and are trying to troll us and find out and see who can be the most inappropriate, like mm -hmm. who can say the weirdest, most inappropriate things. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of been joking, but keeping score. And then my friend Katrina's getting married and I'm heavily involved with that. Both of us are friend of the show, Katrina and her mom has, is being pretty heinous. And so now we have this contest of where we're going to keep score. And at the end of wedding season, the winner, whoever's mom scored the most, is going to win something. We haven't decided mm -hmm. the parameters or any of that. But um, I just wanted to say what my mom did recently. Should I talk about that? Yeah, go okay. for it. So our ceremony is going to be... My mom actually knows how to use an, inter the, an internet... <laughs> <laughs> my mom actually knows how to use the internet, so I will probably um uh what is what is that the when somebody like sequesters themselves anyway. Oh yeah, we won't talk about her. <laughs> um so I mean we can't. My mom just says, I wanna listen to your blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I think we're you, safe. I think we're safe with how to <laughs> read it, look at your listen to your blog. So um we're having before the reception, which is the thing people Jeremy keeps inviting people to. Um, we're going to get married in a very small ceremony, less than twenty people, so it will be very um, intimate, just mm -hmm. family, like immediate family. And so I was texting my mom the other day because she heard through a third person of when it is and she freaked out because she didn't know the date yet but we had just picked it and um so i text her like hey here's the date here's the time here's the location and she said oh great your uncle can't come to the reception but he can come to the wedding and we have we're having the wedding and the reception two separate things mm -hmm. months apart the yeah. wedding is a very small thing like mm -hmm. 15 people yeah yeah and i said oh well 
I'm going to have to talk to Jeremy, but we're only having, like, we can't have more than 20. And she's just like, well, I'd hate him to miss it because he's going to be on vacation during your reception. And I just said, well, I, we can't have more than that. And then she just said, well, call me when you can talk about all this stuff. (laughs) And I thought, well, aren't we talking about it right now? (laughs) And then it's just because... Then I, of course, I rant to my sister because she's kind of bad cop in all of this. And she said, you wouldn't even have him in the top 50. Mm-hmm. If And I said, well, honestly, I have my guest list out and he isn't on it. And there's 215 people now. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Jeremy keeps on inviting everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. And the, I mean, this isn't even an uncle that was like my favorite or that I was super close to. We yeah, actually had mo- a huge... Your mom is basically saying that we should like, we should uh, invite them to like the very small intimate yes. family thing. Yeah. Right. The people that I've never met don't know. Well, we, I've also had history where we've fought for years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not happening. No, and the and the we thing call is your, like let's call we should call your mom and and live. <laughs> we don't talk to her this late at night. <laughs> oh, Anything yeah, past right. six no is not safe. <laughs> All right, yeah. so that's my it's too uh, too far into her hashtag wedding chat. So actually, this is what sprung your shark tank right. idea. Yeah, so this conversation, Christi- Christina came home from I don't know whatever she was doing and and had had this conversation with her mother, <laughs> and it was after Katrina's. Yeah. Like some craziness with Katrina's mom and uh, everybody has stories like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. People say, Oh, it's not somebody told you yesterday. It's not your wedding, Christy. It's your mother's wedding. Mm -hmm. It's her wedding. It's her day. It's her thing. And I think that this is just a thing that moms do. I mean, every birthday, everybody's mom is like, Oh, I, we should celebrate me. I went through all the trouble of Mm -hmm. giving birth to you, whatever. Like moms are always, it's always, because it's just a mom thing, I think. I think everybody's mom is like that more yeah. or less, really. Um, but she got to she got to do stuff about my first wedding. Yeah, well, and that's she what I get said. This one, <laughs> we were when we were at dinner yesterday talking with somebody, and they said it's not your mom's wedding. I was like, well, couldn't her Chrissy's first wedding could be her mom's yeah. wedding? <laughs> and then this is like let's let's have and it kind of was because I be didn't ours. care. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to come up with a name for this, but. Uh, but maybe people can help you by sending in names. Yeah. Maybe let's cue the music. Let's cue the music. Hello, hello, sharks. That's you. Oh, you're stepping hello. into the sharks. Hi, my name is Jeremy, and I'm with uh, Arms Links Consulting Services. And today, I'm asking for two hundred thousand dollars. In exchange for 30% of my business. Okay. Everybody's special day is plagued by that one thing. And then there's a slide behind me. Okay. Crazy mom. Making crazy mom face. Like that. (laughs) Behind me. Big. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm here to solve that problem with arm's length consulting. I'm putting my arm out like I'm making a stiff arm. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in. I am going to be like, uh, I am going to be a consultant for your entire, from the day that you get engaged 
till the day that you get married, I am on your payroll. Somebody from my organization will be accessible to you 24-7 by pager. Only pager. We all <laughs> were a big fan of pagers. Um, and we're what we're going to do is we're going to basically, we're going to be a buffer between your family, your loved ones, your mom. It's usually your mom. I mean, mm-hmm. we say mom because that's kind of the stereotype, but it could be anybody. It could be your uncle. It could be your aunt. Mm-hmm. It could be your brother. It could be a, a jealous lover, ex-lover, you know, whatever. We're going to we're going to keep them at arm's length for you. We're going to step in the middle and we're going to be a buffer to to help alleviate some of the stress of these situations. Talk people down off of cliffs, keep them from making rash rash decisions, and most importantly, keep your special day about you. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um how would you go about this? So, mm-hmm. say I'm having this text conversation with my mom. Mm-hmm. How would your consulting company help that handle it? Well, what would happen is we would actually come in right at the beginning uh, and we wouldn't necessarily say we are, uh, we'll come in as the event planner mm-hmm. or we'll come up with a reason to be involved in the situation okay. and we'll say, hey, in order to preserve Christie's, your special day, Christy, uh, this is me now. I'm talking to your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be the point of contact for Christy because I just want to make sure that uh, that she gets what she wants. This is her special day. We want to celebrate her. The best way that you guys can all, you know, join in 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 that is by is by making sure if you have any questions, concerns, worries, things that you want to make sure are heard, opinions that you have about the ceremony or any of the events pertaining to this whole situation. Uh, I would invite you and welcome you to 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 email me those suggestions. You can page me 24 seven. Anybody from our team will be accessible by pager and, uh, and we'll be ready. We'll be ready for you. So in, in that case, your mom wouldn't have texted you. So what I would advise you initially, there's going to be a couple different layers of protection here. Initially, what we're going to do is you're just going to say, Hey mom, this is actually a conversation that you need to have with our consultants here. Um, not with me. So why don't you go ahead and talk to them? Mm-hmm. Problem solved, right? If that doesn't work. But then what we'll... would you say? What's that? What would you say? Well, that's a proprietary. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's not. It, we have a, a design patent on the language that we would use uh, around those conversations. And we haven't gotten fully there with the patent process. As you know, the patent process is uh, it, it's a very long drawn out thing. Uh, and uh, considering this, you know, it has the potential to be broadcast in uh, many places. I don't want to give out certain aspects of the proprietary service that okay. we offer. But so I, why pagers? Uh, well, pagers, uh, it's just a great technology. Tried, <laughs> tried and tested. I mean, who has pagers? Police officers. Who has pagers? Doctors. Who has pagers? Uh, politicians. In- drug dealers. In- these are important people in our lives. And they are very reliable uh, devices. And they're great... It- also, uh, it, it's scalable. As we grow, we're gonna. I'm not just gonna be working with one bride or groom at a time, or one couple, right? I am gonna be working with. May, I mean, maybe we'll have thirty couples, and in that case, I'll have to bring in some other negotiators or some other people on my staff, mm-hmm. and 
I don't want to be manning the pager 24-7. The great thing about a pager is I can just hand it over to somebody else. When it's your turn, when it's my somebody else's turn to take the shift, I just hand them the pager. It's as simple as that. Cuts out lots of overhead, lots of hassle, don't have to get multiple devices. Just so then how do people call back? What's that? How do you, how do you call them back? Well, you know, the phone. Everybody has a phone. Pay phones everywhere. Come on. Come on, Christina. So we, it's 2016. We, You're a shark. You know okay. this. Okay. So I will not. I'm out unless you upgrade to smartphones. Here's the other thing. I will give you an extra $10,000 <laughs> to eliminate the okay. pagers. That's, that's a good deal. I can go to that. How much does this cost? I think this is the first time that we've ever done this segment where you've actually agreed with me. That well, it's there a good was one when idea. I stole your no, <laughs> I stole your idea and yeah. made it better. Mm -hmm. But here's the other thing. No, here's what I'm going to do. Is I'm already thinking expansion beyond just the initial service. Right, we're already going to have people contacting us for party planning. Like everybody that's reaching out to us. Everybody that's reaching out to us is involved with a large event somehow. Maybe maybe we branch out beyond weddings, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, quinceañeras, uh, other holiday uh, events, corporate parties. We could offer our, you know, basically we're going to be a buffer. We're going to be a buffer. Can I ask how much this costs? This and service? we can also pull in other, like think of all the people that we could have. We could have a directory of. Uh, people that do vendors that work with you know, cake makers, bakers, as they call them, <laughs> DJs, photographers, event planners. We could have a directory listing. All of those people are going to be paying to be listed on our site because people are going to be flocking to this service. It's a win-win. Okay. Multiple revenue streams. It's going to be great. Okay. I okay. want to change the name. Okay. Yeah. Arm's length. Consulting. I want it to be work. called Smother Buster. Smother Buster is perfect. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that. I, I want. This is worth the 30% no, that I just gave you. No pagers. And. But at first, I need to know how much do you charge for this? Can we compromise and go with two way pagers? <laughs> no, because the third person has to have it and no one has pagers. You can send text messages okay, to question. phones from... I have yeah. a question. How much does this service cost? Well, that's a great question, and it really depends. I mean, we can we offer lots of... We can How much would our wedding cost to be smother-bustered? Well, so basically there's an on-call uh, on charge per month. Mm -hmm. um, and that's anywhere from... I mean, so we're going to come in. We're going to do an initial consultation for free. There's going to be an there's going to be a charge. Basically, we're on retainer. As long as we're on retainer, that's anywhere between 150 to 300 dollars a month. That while we're on retainer, depending on the complexity of your family situation, mm -hmm. and we're going to lock you in at that price for at least three months. After the three months, it's up for review. If you know there's a great aunt that you didn't tell us about, that's you know a nutter butter or whatever, mm -hmm. then we'll have to talk about it so that that 150 to 300 dollars a month that's going to get you uh let's say that's that's going to get you 10 hours 10 hours a month of our time you know in one way or another beyond that you know there's it's kind of a piecemeal thing we'll 
you know, charge out kind of a la carte. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're really, we're, we're flexible. And so we'll have a wide variety. We'll have day of people that's just a one and done kind mm -hmm. of situation show up to your event and actually physically keep people at arm's length. We'll do that. I mean, we, will you kick out no, bridesmaids? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm so in. you're in? Nice. Let's shake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. With those changes that I made. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so excited about the way that this went. But now I want you to hire you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have been, uh, uh, as Jesse Dollamore would say, champing at the bit to uh, <laughs> to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with your mom <laughs> for quite some time. So, <laughs> uh, All right. All right, Christina. Let's, uh, let's do your drone strike. Drone strike. Oh. Um, my first one is that there was a face, a mobile Facebook app. Uh, yep. The app was got a update. Mm -hmm. And since that update, you cannot copy links. So if you go into say a Buzzfeed article, you used to be able to, you know, read it and then push at the top and copy the link mm -hmm. and send it that way. So it's not holding on to that Facebook oh, yeah. stuff or just put it into Safari for later or send it to someone mm. without all that junk added onto it. Well, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. So you have to like go this roundabout where you push share mm -hmm. and then push copy link and then it copies only sometimes mm -hmm. and then go and put it into Safari or whatever. They There is like a uh, there is a way you can do it. They made it very difficult. Facebook like Facebook's whole thing is keep it in the app, keeping it in Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I kind of nerd out about social media stuff. So beware, you might have just opened a Pandora's box. But um, Facebook is all about so they have this magical algorithm that like they decide what content you see. So we have, you know, 150 or 200 people that have liked our nerd out loud page. When we post stuff on there, it maybe only shows it to a quarter of those people because it just, they just randomly decide who they're going to show stuff to. And the same goes with your personal Facebook page. Not everybody that's your friend sees everything that you post. So Facebook will reward you. Like we'll give more magical Facebook juice to mm -hmm. things that are like native within the app. So if you upload a video to Facebook, if you upload it directly to Facebook instead of posting the YouTube link, it, more people will see it because it gets more whatever magical Facebook <laughs> juice. So that is to say everything that they do, they're trying to keep people in Facebook because they want people on their site as much as possible using their service using their methods to share. They don't want you to go to Safari and email it to somebody or whatever, go out of their ecosystem. They want you on Facebook reading it in their little weird crappy browser that they added on to fa the Facebook mobile app or whatever. So yeah, it's a huge, it's a pain in the butt. I hate it. There is a way to do it. But the other thing is, do you, have you seen that like save, like a read it later service basically? No. So you can like flag 
you can flag posts and articles that you want to come back to later. Hmm. So you can do it on the mobile app and on the and on the main thing where so if there's something that you an article that you see you're like oh man I want to check that out you can hit there's like a little flag it's like a little kind of banner flag button I'll show you how to do it okay yeah so yes yes it's annoying and they also did that they took away the where you used to be able to um and that's this could be an iPhone thing where you could touch a picture and save it and now you have to go a roundabout way for that too oh yeah, I think that that there. I think that there still is a way to do. It. But yes, yeah, they're making it. They're 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 they make it difficult for sure. So, so that's my first one. Okay. And my second one is kind of. I probably should have said it on last episode, but um, it is. <laughs> I'm drone striking. Um. I'm drone striking people that are um, saying that I need to vote for Hillary Clinton because I'm a woman. <laughs> and I was really, really upset with um, Madeleine Albright and mm. Gloria Steinem for the things that they said about women choosing to vote. Do for you actually have people telling you that you need to vote for Hillary as well, a woman? Gloria Steinem and Madeleine Albright. Did? Oh yeah, I I sorry I apologize. The way that you, that was worded, I thought that you had like directly people coming to you oh, and no. saying, "Christina, you oh, need no. to not vote for Ted yeah. Cruz. But you need to vote for <laughs> Jeb, Jeb." <laughs> so it it just Wait. bums me out because especially Gloria Steinem, especially in the major that I had, I read a I read a lot of essays that she wrote and books and mm -hmm. I really looked up to her and so it really really and, upset me. And what specifically did she say? She said that the reason why young women are voting for Bernie Sanders is because that's where all the hot boys are. Oh. Working for him. <laughs> that's And that young girls. Did she really chase... I mean did you Yes. That's the direct quote yes. basically? Oh Jesus. That that's where all of the either she said hot boys or cute boys. <laughs> that's I'm missing it up, but mm -hmm. everything else is direct. It was on, um, yeah, it was on Bill Meyer Moore. What do you say it? Bill Mar. Bill Mar. Yeah, Mar. and um, she said that that's that young women, um, that that's what they're doing, and they don't they don't really know um, what to do or what where to put their power as she said yeah and then madeline albright said that there's a special place in hell for women that don't support women wow okay they both have apologized for it okay yeah but yeah i mean the damage is done yeah and and then it just says that young feminists and i i mean i guess i kind of count myself as that because mm -hmm. i'm definitely not old like i mean they're 80 mm -hmm. so um we just see that as like there is so there's lots of waves of feminism mm -hmm. and in their wave of feminism they were like pro women um we still are pretty racist and we're still pretty homophobic and so young women i mean even younger than me like teenagers and 20 year old feminists men and women feminists are like you guys are out of touch mm -hmm. and they look back and say 
well, we got you Roe versus Wade. Planned Parenthood is because of us. And then, so it's kind of like, are we supposed to thank you every single day? <laughs> yeah. Like, did you thank the people for getting the vote every single day? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it just t- is terrible because in one hand they're saying, in one hand they're saying women should support women, but then they're being anti-woman mm-hmm. in what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And then by saying, I should choose what they want means that I don't get to have a thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's frustrating. It reminds me of, uh, the conversation that comes up around these issues so often when like people criticize Kanye West for being whatever, going off on Twitter or Mm -hmm. saying some questionable thing or whatever. Um, and then everybody says, well, you're just criticizing him because he's black. Mm-hmm. And um, I and and some people say, well, no, I'm criticizing him because what he said was inappropriate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like both of those things can be true. There are probably many, many people that are criticizing that criticize Hillary Clinton or come after her or critique her in ways that they would never do if she was. A oh, man. for there, sure. There are. I mean, there's a massive bias there just in society, mm-hmm. like the patriarchy exists and she is, you know, at the receiving end of the, the negative part of that for sure. Uh, and in that same world, it's there are many people that maybe aren't don't support Hillary Clinton and have reasons that have nothing to do with whether she's a woman or not. For sure. All right. So drone strike, uh, basically Facebook. in not so many ways that's probably like your thing every week really it's just facebook yeah it's either facebook because of something facebook did or facebook because of the people that are on facebook yeah (laughs) Hmm. seeing a common thread here christina um all right well a couple more things and then we'll uh we'll put a bow on this hamlet and get on with our wonderful valentine's evening um streaming pick of the week (laughs) <laughs> this is a a segment that we've talked about a few times where we it, maybe there's something that catches our eye our eye our attention uh for some time on uh Hulu or Netflix or YouTube or whatever and we have been we got sucked we both have got sucked into this show Fear is it called Fear of the Walking Dead? Yes. So it's called? Yes. <laughs> and it's on um what service are we watching it on? Oh, I don't know. Are we watching know. it? We're watching it on the Roku player on, uh, is it AMC? I think so. Can you it's look it up real quick? AMC. So it, it's the, there's a show, The Walking Dead, that's on AMC. That's like a zombie apocalypse show. And it's, I think it's in its fifth or sixth season now, but there's the show called Fear of the Walking Dead that just came out. Oh no, it's on, uh, it's on Netflix, I think. Oh, okay. And it's the prequel. And it's the prequel. Yeah, it's setting up the. It's setting up the thing. Well, it is on AMC, but I think it's also on Netflix or Hulu. Okay, so the show it's on. It's on AMC. <laughs> It's on AMC. Yeah, it's uh, the same channel that Walking Dead is right, on. Right, which makes sense. But we've been watching it on Hulu. 
Jesus. The first season is now available on Hulu. And it's really good, right? Like mm-hmm. it's um and I so it's it's a prequel, so it's basically it starts out and the world is normal. Nothing's wrong. Right. And then it gets uh it, it you know, everything unravels <laughs> kind of slowly as the show goes on and um I'm we're both just kind of sucked into it. So yeah. you should go you should go check it out. I think that it um I do you think that you would like it as much if you hadn't watched Walking Dead? I think so. Cuz I like the story of how these things develop more than I mean because mm-hmm. The Walking Dead spoiler alert opens where the world is basically ended. Mm-hmm. Because Rick is like through his the eyes. The character, yeah. Yeah. Um he was like in a coma or something. Yeah. And then he wakes up and everything is already zombified. zombified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like whereas this is, no something. one even knows what's going on. They're thinking, oh, it's like a cold or a fever. Yeah. They don't know the outside world. Like, is it just, I mean, because it takes place in California. Is it just happening in California? They have no idea. And I like that more because I think it, the reason I like those kind of shows are telling the psychology of how people work in those kind of end of the world scenarios and group dynamics kind Mm -hmm. of like lost almost it feels a little bit like lost i even said there's one episode where there's a leader that has stepped up and i just said if he turns and says we stay together we die alone you know that was jack's big thing yeah 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 i um i i I am super into it. And I think that part of the reason that I'm really into it is because uh, you like in Walking Dead, they do a really good job of showing how the world is just completely deteriorating, like buildings are becoming overgrown. And the more you get into it, the the longer that you stay with the show, the more and more deteriorated everything is, mm-hmm. including the like zombies the are... zombies are like mm-hmm. more and more decomposed and gross and stuff. And um so you see this like what in oftentimes feels like an incredibly hopeless future. So you know that that is where they're headed. Mm-hmm. And there's something like, God, this sounds so like morbid of me, but there's something almost like kind of exciting watching these people that, you know, they think that it's just a cold, but like, right. you know, that their life is about to like, it will never be the same mm-hmm. as it was right when they start. And I think it also ties into my whole, um, like fantasy that I have of the world ending. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know if there's something like wrong with me or what it is, but I, uh, I, I just, um, love the idea of hitting a giant reset button and like all of the responsibilities that I have now outside of my, you know, keeping my family alive. Um, there's something, I don't know, like there's something, primal i don't know there's something like deep inside me that comes alive at the thought of that which is creepy and weird but no sounds nice to me i like it (laughs) you do you like it you like that no i like the show (laughs) oh okay sorry (laughs) and then we just started better call Saul, so we'll get back to you on whether we give you a thumbs up um all right well let's uh just i have a preliminary, uh, what is it called? A preemptive 
drone strike, which is... For the segment that I'm about to do? What is the segment you're about to do? Oh, no. Do your thing. Okay. Oh, maybe it is. Um, this, I just got this from uh, my friend's Facebook. He just said, it says, brace yourself. Everyone on Facebook is about to become a constitutional scholar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a preemptive <laughs> strike. Is that what you were about to say? No. Oh. No, no, no. Um, No, I was talking about... Uh, well, let's uh, let's just play that. T minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Christina, Christina, let me ask you this: Have you heard uh, Have you heard mention of the phrase gravi- gravity waves in the last week? I've seen things on <laughs> Facebook. Probably that science one you hate. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, I I fucking love science. I fucking hate I fucking love science. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Didn't we come up with that people that actually love science hate it? Be called <laughs> um, uh, I fucking love ad revenue is what that website mm-hmm. should be called. Um, okay, so it has been quite uh, the talk of this gravity wave situation <laughs> you've probably seen it um and here's one thing that i will notice too if you, if you want to sound um if you want to sound nerdy and i haven't completely figured out why a lot of the uh astrophysic- astrophysicists that i follow like on twitter and stuff um have made a point of saying don't say gravity waves what okay. what they are observing and what they have kind of discovered or or measured for the first time is not a gravity wave because apparently that's something else. It's a gravitational wave. I don't understand exactly why, but apparently they're two very different things. So, hmm. um, if you want to be a pedant, p- pedant, pedant, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, um, it's like super picky, like kind of nitpicky. Okay. If you want to be really nitpicky about mm-hmm. stuff, um, you can. Uh, uh, correct people or just know it's gravitational waves. So when you're talking about them, if you're talking to people, you can say gravitational waves instead of gravity waves. So uh, in 1916, a little dude by the name of Albert Einstein theorized the concept of the uh, the existence of gravitational waves. And uh, they just were able to measure them for the first time. So on September 14th, 2015, this is from uh, an article on the soundofspacetime.org, which is a fantastic website put together by the people, by some people that were part of this discovery. So um, I will link to it in the show notes, and I would definitely recommend you guys go check it out. They have some of the actual sounds where they have taken these kind of invisible signals and turned them into audible sounds that you can hear to help you kind of understand a little bit more what's going on. And it's Super well done. Soundofspacetime.org. Um, on September 14th, 2015, the two LIGO detectors recorded the first direct observation of gravitational waves passing over the Earth. This is a milestone in physics and the birth of a new field of astronomy. Question. Where are these happening? <laughs> yes. Where is this happening? Gravi- the gravitational waves? Yes. Um, all through the universe. So LIGO, uh, it's a laser inferometer gravitational wave observatory. <laughs> they lo- it looks for space-time ripples. And where's that? 
um, in Livingston and Hanford. So on Li- Earth, Livingston, uh, L.A. That's Louisiana, right? Not yeah. L.A. The city and Hanford, Washington. So there's two of them, and that is actually part of the thing. So they're using basically when these gravitational waves, the way that they detected them, these gravitational waves, and we'll get into what they are, or more importantly, why it matters in a, in a moment. But the the way that they part of the way that they detected these is they have these incredibly sensitive machines using mirrors and lasers and all this kind of stuff. And when these gravitational waves pass over the Earth. Imagine the earth is like a rubber ball and you squeeze it from the, like you have a finger on the top and your thumb on the bottom and you squeeze it and it changes shape. And then you were to squeeze it the other direction and it changes shape again. So these, the, 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 the reason it's important that one of these is in Louisiana and wasn't one of them is in Washington because they can measure changes between the two. So it's these incredibly sensitive pieces of machinery. And I found, um, I is found... this what they've been looking for? Or they just look for all kind of random things? Yes, this is what they've been looking for. Uh, off of Again, off of the sound of space-time, I just have to share this because it's insane. LIGO, so that's the, um, uh, the tool that they use to discover these gravitational waves. LIGO has made the most precise length measurement ever. The LIGO mirrors moved in response to gravitational wave 150914 by an amount roughly equal to one one thousandth the diameter of a proton. This measurement is equivalent to measuring the distance to the nearest star, uh, Proxima Centauri, which is 4.24 light years away, to within the width of a human hair. So they're using incredibly sensitive machinery to, Mm -hmm. to detect these things. And Christina, here's why Here's why it matters. Here's here's why you sh- you should care. And this is from a really great article that was on Vox. And I will uh, again, I will post this um, in the show notes if you guys want to go learn more. It's pretty interesting. Um, if you look with visible light as far as we can look into the universe, the universe is no longer transparent. It becomes opaque. There's nothing you can do about that. If you could see gravitational waves, you can see back past where you can see with physical light. Uh, we will have access to something that's farther away than we can hope to see otherwise. So right now we can currently only see celestial objects that emit electromagnetic radiation. But some objects like colliding black holes or the smoking gun of the Big Bang, Big Bang don't emit any electromagnetic radiation. They emit gravity. So there are some of these things going on in space like black holes we can't see because they are so powerful that they suck in everything including light. But now we can find out things about these objects and about these things that happened billions and billions of years ago because of by by studying these gravitational waves that we now can pinpoint and identify and we can learn about things that are emitting. So like if you drop a, if you drop a rock in a pond and it makes ripples, you can study those ripples and find out about the object that was dropped in the pond that allowed us to learn about those that, 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 that caused those ripples. So these gravitational waves are like ripples in a, in a pond and they're allowing us to see back in time and to see things that we've, that we can't observe with the, the tools that we currently have. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's kind of exciting. I have a question. Yes. So they just discovered these 
but they thought that maybe they were some there was something out there. They theorized that they exist. Albert Einstein came up with the idea. Yeah, in so I said earlier, how much did earlier. it cost to maintain these facilities? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And they're just people randomly sitting there hoping that one day this theory that someone came up with. <laughs> they started building this LIGO um, instrument, I think, in 2010. Excuse me. Oh, so it hasn't been that long. I apologize. They started building it in 2000, and it reached design sensitivity, so it, it was fully op operational in 2006. So for 10 years. So they've been looking for these for 10 years. Someone has been sitting around. And they found them. I don't think nothing. it's quite sitting around, but yeah. But, I mean, this will allow us to see things that we've 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 never seen before. I mean, the... As the article from Vox says, and uh, with this discovery, invisible objects in the universe may soon become visible. Yeah, that's really that's cool. I'm glad they found something. Awesome. <laughs> I'm it's glad they found something or else 10 years, you know what I mean? Would just be wasted, right. Yeah, well, just because someone in, I mean, of course it was Einstein, so it's not just like some rando, comes up with a theory that something might be out there. No proof. Mm -hmm. No, just like maybe this is going to be out there. Mm -hmm. And then so they build all this stuff and then wait for 10 years. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. That's kind of cool. Tell me when they discover things. Okay. <laughs> well, they've already they've already found out about uh, I believe that the this particular wave gr gravitational wave that they've studied is emanating from I. I believe two black holes that have collided to form one black hole so there are i mean they're already learning things that they've never i mean new things like like i said a whole new field of astronomy so it's it's like they it's like we all of a sudden got like a third eye that we can now see all of this stuff that we couldn't see before that's pretty it's pretty exciting how much did it cost? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out how much it costs. You Christina. know I'm supposed to ask those. That's <laughs> yeah. my thing. Got it. So, um, Christina. Yes, I Jeremy. Guess we can, uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to add before we take this baby in for a landing? Nope. As always, guys, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, Nerd Out Loud. The website, Nerd Out Loud Pod. Nerd, yeah, nerdoutloudpod.com. Uh, we always post in the show notes and in the blog posts uh, all of the links to all the articles that we talk about and all that kind of stuff. All of our contact information is on there. We love to hear from you guys. Um, we're still welcoming Nerd Out Loud karaoke songs um, because of the timeline of us recording this. I don't think I'm going to have one for you tonight, but uh, we will hopefully be back with that next week. We have a lot of suggestions, and I would love to hear some wonderful... I would love to hear your guys, the dulcet tones of our listeners. Yep. I'm sure you guys got some beautiful... <laughs> beautiful. Uh, you're, you're packing some heat. Is that a, th <laughs> no. is that a thing? I'm sure no, you're packing some heat, so uh, show us your, your, your uh, vocal cords. Okay. Um, 
no. If uh, you're gonna get pictures, here's my here's my request for you guys. Besides the nerd out loud karaoke thing, and uh, you know, if anything that we said in this episode touched a heartstring with you, you have any thoughts or feedback, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can again find us nerdoutloudpod.com. My request for you, you guys, is that if you have somebody in your life that obsesses about something that will not stop talking about their hobby or their whatever, uh, we want to talk to that person and I want to, I want to hear about their passion from them. So, uh, get us in touch, have them call us, whatever, email us, drop us a line. Love to hear from you. Um, I was on Eureka podcast. I forgot to mention this last week, you guys, but uh, Eureka podcast. We've had Jeremy Henson on a few times, one of the co one of the hosts of Eureka podcast. And we've tried to have Craig on a couple times, but we keep on having some scheduling issues going on there. Hopefully we'll get him on sooner or later. But Eureka podcast uh, episode. I just looked it up. Episode 151. Again, I'll post a link in the show notes. Go check it out. Um Subscribe to the show if you haven't. At the very least, go there um, and just download episode 151 so they will ask us to come back on. <laughs> so, us, they've never asked me to be on. No. Oh. Well, it's awkward. They should. They should. <laughs> You're definitely the more interesting of the two. And as we mentioned last week, one last thing we have an STD for you guys. Save the date. <laughs> uh, February 21st, one week from today, we're going to be at Emery's in Lake Stevens, not Lake Stevens, Silver Lake. So if you are local to the greater Seattle area and you would like to join us for a comedy show, um, friend of the show. Corey Michaelis. Corey Michaelis. <laughs> I kept on wanting to call him Michael. Um, friend of the show, Corey Michaelis. He's a stand-up comedian. He hosts a comedy night at Emery's. It's a restaurant in Silver Lake. It's going to be $10 February 21st. Again, we'll post all the links and all that fun stuff. But if you just look up Emery's Comedy Night, you will find it. Um, come out and say hi. We'll be there and uh, it'll be a good time. Love that, guys. Christina, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. And uh, be your best self. Yeah. Let your nerd flag fly! And then you farted? <laughs>